Hello! Hello! And welcome to another episode of Grumpy Old Gay Men and Their Dogs. It is episode 44 and day 194 on the calendar year. My name is Patrick Finn. I am sitting here with my special guest, German-Brazilian adult film star, Ernesto Wolfgang. Say, say hello. Yes. Hello. Say, hello, say, everyone. Say, hey, bitches. Hey, bitches. See, Tommy will be so happy. <laughs> okay. This is our first... Actually, we should explain Tommy is not here tonight. He's feeling a little bit under the weather. Uh, we wish him well. I wish him well, too. I yes. was supposed to be just a guest star off to the side. But nope, now you're a co-host with me tonight. Okay. Aren't you lucky? You're lucky. I'm not lucky. I might be lucky. <laughs> but the rest of the crowd is not lucky because Tommy is, no one can compete with Tommy. This is very true. Yeah. But. So I will try to do the best I can, but please don't judge me on being Tommy because I am no Tommy. No, but he, he is Ernie. Trust me on this. And anyway, this is our first podcast episode since I had my little seizure incident, which Ooh, happened. I know, that was scary. I guess, Yeah, I guess I should almost explain to listeners what happened. On Friday, July 1st, we were supposed to begin our vacation out in Cherry Grove, where we spend a week out there with my friends, including Ernest. And yes, other, and, so much fun. And John Steele and our friend... Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey, Greg. And we love Jeffrey. <laughs> And uh, that morning, I had to go to my dermatologist's office because I was dealing with an eczema problem that had started up in the past couple of weeks. Because that happens when you get old, yes, and old, and you're a man. And as we were sitting there in the dermatologist's office, all of a sudden I started breathing heavy, and if I guess I felt like a panic attack was coming on, but I don't know because that was the last thing I remember. When I woke up, I woke up in a CAT scan machine in the hospital, and it uh, turned out that I had a seizure of some kind, but mm. after going through numerous diagnostic tests, including an MRI, a CAT scan, and an EEG, they all came back clear, so that they do not know what causes seizure. But it, uh, I know what causes it. What causes it? We're old. Well, that too, <laughs> yes. We're, we're old, yes. and then things happen, and that's it. <laughs> and of all places, I mean, times, we were just going to Fire Island Well, you said, it, 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 imagine if it had happened over on Fire Island. They would have had to airlift me out of there on a helicopter to get me to a hospital. I think that would have made a much better story. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have had some Fire Island. Yes, but thankfully, well, thankfully it didn't come to any of that. But yes, I got out of the hospital on uh, Sunday, July 3rd. After all the tests had cleared me. Yes, and that was also the anniversary of when I met Steven. Mm. Back in 2001. Yes, happy anniversary, 21 years ago. So, uh, does Steven want to say hi? No, nah, he doesn't stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steven, I tried. <laughs> but anyway, you know, we came back from the hospital. I've been home since. I saw a neurologist uh, just yesterday who basically doesn't appear overly concerned. He re reviewed all my tests and everything. He's continuing me on this anti-seizure medication, <sighs> which um, I've been taking since I was in the hospital. And uh, that's been about it. Otherwise, I feel fabulous. I feel fine. I feel good. Thank God. The only bad thing is, well, I'm not allowed to drive, but that's okay because I don't like driving. Stephen loves driving, so I don't drive anyway. Right. The bad thing is I cannot ride my bicycle yet. He 
could ride his bicycle. Well, I mean, I was riding for like the past two weeks up until yeah, this no. all happened. I'm hoping eventually I can be cleared he just needs to, to ride, ride his bicycle accompanied I think, by someone else. And I will be the one to do that. And that would be fabulous. Yeah, we'll go to the lake. Yeah, that's what I was working up to, and you know? if something happens or he falls, like, you know, people fall, I'm not going to make this political. I know what you're thinking, and we're not going there. <laughs> but sometimes you fall on a bicycle when you're old. And if, you, and if you're still and if you're still on a bicycle at eighty, thank God. Right. You fall. You're definitely falling if you're on a bicycle at eighty. So well, I, I don't understand I have why that was twenty years to like to worry about that. But anyway, it seems that uh, while we were gone, we didn't have a new episode. We posted like a two minute message to our listeners. And you listeners. were supposed to have. And we were supposed to be broadcasting an episode from. Cherry Grove from Fire yes. Island. And that's where Ernie was this whole past week. Because yeah. we, we, we share the house with him and our other friends. So and how was the week there in Cherry Grove, Ernie? Well, okay, so it started out ready to go. And then I get a call from Stephen that you had a panic attack or a seizure and couldn't make it out. And that was weird. I was right? like, wait, wait, what? I'm like, okay, so... But I'm getting ready for a vacation. And part of me, the selfish part of me, was like, fuck Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is my vacation. He's got to go have a seizure? What a dick. Yeah, right? Think <laughs> but, how I felt. Yes, but knowing that was selfish me. <laughs> that was selfish me, and I knew that was wrong. But, and then I was like, oh my God, so we'll go out there. We'll fix the place for him. We'll, we'll make it all happen when Patrick comes tomorrow. Because at first we didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And that's the thing. When I, I mean, I came out of the seizure later that same day on Friday when it first happened. Yeah. And when, then once they explained to me what happened and they still had to wait for these test results. But even before I got the test results back, I was like, there's no way I, I can go out to the island. No. There's just no way. Because so far, and as it turned out, they were able to figure out If anyone out there is it. old. <laughs> And realizes when something bad happens, you're not going to well, party yeah, right away. Yeah, and but it, 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 it killed me for like the first. I mean, from the moment I woke up and realized we couldn't, we weren't going to go. And for like days afterwards, I was feeling so guilty and horrible about not being able to go. And he should have. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You fuck. <laughs> I'm not saying I understood you had the seizure. Well, it I was felt, my vacation I, I felt, too. I felt bad, more bad for Stephen because it was his vacation too, and instead of a vacation to relax, he had to worry about me. You know. Yeah, that, yeah, that sucks. So yeah, but. That's all that mattered to him. When I talked to Steven and he, I was like, oh man, the vacation. I, I knew he'd be upset. He didn't even mention the vacation. All he said was, Patrick, Patrick, this, I got to walk, you know. And I go, if you come out, he goes, don't worry about us coming out. I'm just going to be here. And it just was like, vacation didn't even matter to him. No, I know. It was so beautiful that he was like, I, I don't, don't worry about vacation. I'm not upset <laughs> about it. I don't care. I was... Well, I said the first few days I was feeling guilty about him not being able to go on vacation. After that, I, I just felt horrible about all the money we spent for this vacation. And we couldn't even go out there at all, you know? Don't worry, we uh, enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm sure you guys did. And we had an extra room. Yeah, I like, yeah an extra bedroom for, there. For people to come in. Did you have nice weather while you were out I there? I told people, anyone who goes in that room, we're going to charge 280 for the room. Yeah, I would have. I would have charged. No, I did too. So I got Stephen and uh, Todd to come. And I said it was 280. Okay. Stephen said, yeah, 300, whatever, we'll pay 300. And then they were paying it. Yeah. And uh, then Jeffrey, the next night, his friends came over and he had them sleep there for free. And I said to Jeffrey, that was the third Friday to mention, I said, Jeff, uh, 
Greg, I can't charge Stephen and Todd 300 bucks if you're just going to let people stay there for free. Right. That doesn't seem fair. He goes, so then we don't charge them. Sucker. Well, no, you, for you. I thought, you know, I was trying. Please. So Stephen still wants to give you the money. He's going to talk to you about it. But uh, Jeffrey. It's money we spent. We're not going to get it back. I'm not worried about that. I know, but if Jeffrey... Well, you, guys, you guys could have made some extra money there. <laughs> anyway, did you have a good vacation out there? It was really nice. You were there for the Invasion of the Pines, yes. correct? The, the send-off from nice the Grove. Out there. You know what? I didn't want to have... We all missed you. We well, all, thank you. We all we knew missed being we weren't going to have the same time without you, but we were out there to have fun. I mean, and I'm glad you did. That's, yeah, you're supposed and to have fun was, with your vacation. And you know what? It was very relaxing with the three of us. And, you walk, and when I left the door open... There was no Stephen there to yell at you about it. I kind of like that. <laughs> Don't tell Stephen. Don't tell Stephen. I would. But no think one of it. yelled at me for the for the door open. <laughs> I could do what I want, and I was kind of, I was kind of, I took over your spot. I was in charge because someone had to take, uh, be the alpha, oh be the one to take over. And John Steele doesn't want any part of that. I'm sure he John doesn't. Steele just wants to enjoy his time, do his thing. Gregory wants to be the alpha. Well, that wasn't going to fucking happen. <laughs> That's because Stephen wasn't there. Yeah. Who was the Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> and everything. And no one has to be anything else. But Stephen wasn't there. No, he And wasn't. someone had to put Jeffrey in his place. Oh, dear. Well, I did it in a loving way, I think. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry that I crushed the bread <laughs> and I broke the eggs. And I did all that. Yes. That's another story we can't get into. Yes, we'll say, we'll say that for a few times. <laughs> but um, he needed to know you can't be Jeffrey. Yes. Moral and of the story. Don't be a Jeffrey. Don't be a Jeffrey. <laughs> so there's two people. There's a Karen and a Jeffrey. And a Jeffrey. <laughs> and we've just figured out the other name. Okay. Tommy will be happy to hear <laughs> yeah. that. Everyone wanted to call it Ken or something. It's a Jeffrey. Jeffrey. It needed more syllables than yeah, Karen. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that too. We'll make don't, it a Jeffrey. Don't, don't be a Karen. <laughs> don't, and don't be a be... Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, hello everybody out there. It's, yes. It's really nice to be across from Patrick. Yes, just it's nice to have you here. Yeah. out and talking and wow right and, and before we move on to our regular segments have you seen the web telescope photographs yet oh of outer my space god blew me away blew me away beautiful holy right oh wow i love the way it showed like the curvature of space yes all it turned. Right? Yeah. I love the way it... it space like, curve. I never saw that way before. Yeah. And never did, saw it that way before. Why the hell does space curve? We knew planets needed to curve. To, yeah. But space curves too? Yep. Wow. Yeah. That That, that was amazing. me That was out. amazing, I thought, right? Yeah. Really was. Beautiful photographs. Beautiful photographs. Yeah. It's a whole different way of seeing the universe. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the universe is round like... In a way, it. yeah. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, so, well, yeah, it's just... And so that's how it goes out. It goes out in a well, it's, like it's that. Con- don't forget, it's constantly expanding, too, the universe. And when does it end? We don't, God only knows. <laughs> well, God's not real. <laughs> heavens no. Yeah, heavens no. Zorba knows. But yeah, it's just who the hell knows. Yeah. But yeah, I just this gave me this the whole different way of seeing the universe. It was just uh, it was amazing. It, was, it really yeah. was. I was like, when I saw you're the one who posted it on Facebook that I saw it. Yep. And, and as soon as I, I was like, 
I, 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 then I wrote mind officially I, blown. I took it took my breath away. Yeah, it yeah. Was I was just really you never saw a space like that. And I of course I posted it from Neil deGrasse Tyson's side. Yes, of and it was people, better than him, know, right? Love him. Oh my god. <laughs> but well, look, yeah, he's not a Trump supporter. So is that a that's a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, it's a very good thing. Okay, I was like, the way you're saying that. I, was like, I what don't are you talking know. You about? know what? We're on this podcast. Yeah, I know. Like, Maybe on this podcast, I like Trump. I'm thinking, Why? Who I Why would you want to? Because he's so fucked up. And well, yeah, that's, direct, that's okay. If this is the direction our country is going, I'm not. I, I well, let's want, just. I want to be in on it. Okay. Well, let's just get back into the podcast. We'll okay. go back and go back into our f- very first segment. Okay, and, that and is... our very first segment, of course, is heavy petting. Heavy petting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that. <laughs> what the hell was that? That was a female. Right. I think you need to change that. Well, I, if I can find a male sound effect of <laughs> that, I will. But well, in the meantime, I have that one. I will find you one in tw- 12 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, usually during heavy petting, we discuss our dogs. Yes. But I figured I'd veer off our dogs a little bit and go to another topic about the dog days of summer. Ah, I love the dog days of summer. Do you know what the dog days of summer are? I have no idea. Well, I'm going to tell you. And I can't wait to find out. Do you know where the phrase dog days of summer come from? Again, no idea. Well, <laughs> I'm going to give you a short education in it then. I'm loving it. The dog days of summer are are believed to span the time period from July 3rd to August 11th, and which cover like the hotter, more sultry days of the summer. Okay. It derives its name from the fact that There is a star called Sirius, which is also known as the Dog Star. Okay. And this period... uh, Now, why is Sirius a dog star name? Well, we'll get into that in a moment. But what happens is when this star, when it begins, it, it appears in the eastern horizon before the sunrise. Yeah. So that's the beginning of this period where the dog days of summer begin. Okay. When it's supposed to get more hot and sultry during that whole time. Okay. Now, it's called Sirius because it is a star called Alpha Canis Majoris. It's the most prominent star in a constellation but called... But wait a minute. Are we ever going to find out why it's a dog day? Yes, we're going to find, you're gonna find out I'm, in a second. Because this information... Well, because, like I day. said, it's a star called Alpha Canis Majoris. It's the most prominent star... In a constellation called... So after I said this part bores me, you're going to repeat it? Yes. <laughs> Just to annoy you I love more. Patrick so much. Just to annoy I you I love Patrick more. so much. So there's a star. It's called Alpha Canis Majoris. It's the most prominent <laughs> star in the constellation known as Canis Major, oh. which translates into the... Greater dog or the large dog. Canis, cannabis. But the ancient Greeks referred to the star as Sirius or the dog star. Ah. Now, in Sposian mythology, the, this the star was like the god or goddess of this star. It supposedly was one of the watchmen of the heavens. Also, they believe that it was the dog of the. Uh, mythological figure of Orion, the hunter. Love that. And, and I love all Greek mythology. So Ceres became like associated w- with dogs through the mythology itself then. But it's not even through Greek mythology because even in other cultures, in ancient China, the star was referred to as the heavenly wolf. In ancient, what they call Chaldea in what is today Iraq, 
The star was known as the dog star that leads or the star of the dog. There's a tribe of people called the Dogon in the Mali area of West Africa who are believed to have had connections with extraterrestrial beings who came from a planet in the Sirius star system. I love it. <laughs> okay, now I love it. But also more with the constellations, it's seen as it's... It basically it appears to be crossing the sky in pursuit of a constellation called Lepus, which is the Latin word for rabbit. Rabbit, which is under Orion's. It's what feet. dogs love to eat. So yeah, so it's basically it's it follows after the Orion constellation. My spirit animal is a wolf, really, and a dog. Ah. So the fact that you brought that up. When my spirit animal is a dog, I don't know why I feel that is. I don't know either. It's just I've always felt like, you know, the dog. Right. But yeah, so Sirius has been associated with being Orion's dog, primarily in, in Western mythology. Okay. But like I said, since this star is like, it rises before our sunrise during that period, because it's called the dog star, became that known as the dog days. The dog days. Yes. So because eventually is, what happens that's is... That's not as uh, amazing as I was hoping it would be. No, that's... But that's I thought it would be have something to do with dogs, and it really doesn't. No, but it's just well, the name it's, of the It's the name star. of the star, which is based on a mythology involving dogs. Yeah, I'm a little sad about that. I thought <laughs> it was going to be better. <laughs> Sorry about that. What, what were you expecting? I don't know. Something based like on an Al Pacino movie... Or something. <laughs> really? No, or before that, like Al Pacino did something that was very Greek mythological, that dogs were like Hercules' best friend, and you didn't go there at all. Yo, serious. Come here. Come here. Come, Come on. Here. Come on. That's, what I That's what I uh, it's a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> I love this segment. <laughs> What's the next one? Oh, <laughs> fine. No, I loved it. I no, loved no, it. no. I love this segment. Yeah, best, best segment I've ever heard. Many happy returns. <laughs> A very happy birthday. Yes, we're moving on to happy birthdays. birthday to you. Oh, I forgot to look up the birthdays. Ha ha. <laughs> well, we're doing two birthdays today. One's a sad one. One's a happy one. Okay. You want to hear the sad one first or the happy one first? Sad one. Sad one. His name, you're not going to even recognize his name. I doubt you will. His name is Danny, his name was Danny Locken. Born July 13th, 1943 in Hawaii, raised in Omaha, he began dancing professionally at age eight. He had an early uncredited role as a young farm boy in the 1962 film version of Gypsy. He made his Broadway debut in April of 1964 in West Side Story in Manhattan on Broadway. He eventually replaced the actor in the role of Barnaby Tucker in Hello, Dolly! in the winter of 1965. He went on to uh, in six traveling productions in the same role, opposite actresses Betty Grable, Ginger Rogers, Eve Arden and Dorothy L'Amour. He remained in the role of Barnaby for the film version of Hello, Dolly! with Barbara Streisand. What are you talking about? So, Barnaby from <laughs> Barbara Streisand from the movie? Yes. Oh my God, I love him so much. Oh, I don't know his name. And when Cornelius. No, no, not Cornelius was uh, was Michael Crawford. Oh, Barnaby, the little, Barnaby, guy, the little guy who could dance. Yes. I love the little dance. Oh. oh, wow, he's the one I wanted to sleep with. <laughs> No, well, that's the well, one. Oh my you. God. So you, of all people you picked 
You picked the guy that I wanted to sleep with and hello, Dolly. <laughs> Patrick, it's like you're reading my mind. Oh, my God. Holy macaroni, <laughs> rack roll shit. You are reading Barnett. Oh, I loved him. That little ass and the way he pirouetted for Barbara Streisand. And when Barbara said, oh, I think someone's holding out. Do you remember that? Oh, you don't know that. No. Look that up for next time. Oh, okay. I'll she, see what I can do. When he did his little dance, Barbara's like, I think someone's holding out on us. Ah, oh, and she ad-libbed that because she was amazed how wonderful he was. So I added a little bit of sprinkle. Oh, well, thank you for adding that. You're welcome. But anyway, he married a fellow dancer in 1967. He was gay. Thank you. Thank you, God. They had oh. a son together in 1969, oh. but they divorced later that year. It happens. Everybody. After the divorce, he went back on tour with Hello, Dolly in the same role. Uh, he, stayed with, he stayed on with the tour until about 1970, at which point his career sort of went to decline due to substances used with cocaine and alcohol. Oh, he was a drug addict. I would love to sleep with him. He eventually moved into his mother's apartment in Anaheim. Oh, how sad. And then he began assisting her at her dance studio that she ran. Oh, my God. I could have slept with that, him. That studio closed in 1977, and he began teaching at another dance studio. But on the night of August 21st, he went to a gay bar in Garden Grove, California called The Mug. Oh, my God. Is this getting... This is getting oh, I picked the sad one first. He, I picked the sad one first. He left the bar with a 34-year-old unemployed medical clerk named Charles Leslie Hopkins. I wouldn't have blamed him. I would have left with him, too. Who already had a police record and was on probation at the time. I would have left with him, too. Several hours later, Hopkins called the police to say that a man had entered his apartment and tried to rob him. When the police arrived, they found Locken's body on the floor of the apartment. He had been stabbed a hundred times. Barnaby? Oh my god, are you kidding me, Barnaby? And the body had also been mutilated after its death. Get the fuck Hopkins out Hopkins claimed he had no idea how the dead got body got into his apartment. Oh my god. He was arrested immediately. Oh my god, my sister has to know this. I have to call my sister He right was now. convicted of voluntary manslaughter. Holy he shit. He was sentenced to four years in prison and he served two years. What the fuck? Yeah, two years. Holy... Ah. Okay, that's crazy. After his two years, he later got married, and eventually he died from cancer. Okay. But that was a sad story. Little question, though, because yeah. I, I missed it. Well, what was really no, sad... No, 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 this part. You don't realize what I missed. Okay. When they went home together, yeah. and then one of them died, mm -hmm. which one was the one that died? The dancer. Not Barnaby. Yes. Barnaby yes. was the one killed. Yeah, yes. okay. Then I followed it. What was sad, though? Oh, my God. That's the day that he died. He auditioned. He and this lady friend of his auditioned for the gong show. And they won. Oh they tied for first place. You they did a tap dance routine. It's, I found a clip of it. I'm going to post it on our on our blog after the episode goes up. Barnaby. Yeah. Okay, you just blew yeah, my mind. Yeah, I, I'm I, sorry. I remember when this uh, happened uh, years uh, ago, but I totally I know we're supposed to be it. talking to these people on <laughs> on the blog place, but I I am blown. I, I, I can't even talk to them right I now. I know. It's a sad story. I'm so sorry. This we're freaks me out. story. 
What a horrible story. Yeah. Wow. Right? Boy, when you say it's a sad one. Well, now I'll move on to a somewhat happier one. Somewhat? Wait a minute. You just <laughs> fucking stepped on my well, head? Let me and this is only somewhat? Let me start. Huh. This birthday, the person was born on July 13th, 1940, in the Yorkshire area of England. His father suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder following service in World War II and was known for physically beating his children. Oh, yeah, dude. What a happy story now. This person... Thank you for telling me... Now the ha this is Patrick and his sad and happy. Did everyone notice they're both exactly the same? I don't know who I'm talking to. This one gets happier. It gets happier. Yes. Oh, okay. Let's well. well left, let's see. He left school at age 15. And then he began acting in local theater. In 1966, he joined the Royal Shakespeare Company, where he remained until 1982. Billy Wilson. No, no not Billy Wilson. Because <laughs> that wouldn't be a happy ending. During his time, he made his Broadway oh, debut cool. in a 1970 production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. During the 1970s and 80s, he appeared in minor roles in films and TV. He appeared in the uh, TV show I, Claudius. He was also in the 1981 film Excalibur. He played Guinevere's father. And he was also in the 1984 David Lynch film adaptation of Dune, in which he played Gurney Halleck. I've never seen any of these shows. Oh, Although really? I should have, yes. Yeah, I'm surprised. Especially no. Excalibur. My God, that's a great movie. Uh what, my favorite who, King Arthur movie. Who was King Arthur in Excalibur? Sean Connery? Uh, I think his name was Nigel Terry, I think was the actor's name. And who was um, Lance? Uh, uh, I, that his, his name I don't remember. Then, I don't know Nicole Williamson played Merlin now, and he was fat. He was but anyway, moving on. This actor, in 1987, he reluctantly signed on to a, a, sci a science fiction television show for, with a contract that would last for six years. But he signed it because his agent thought, eh, the show's going to probably fail anyway. Right. He lasted in the show from 1987 <clears throat> until 1994, and then he continued to play the same role in four more films that were spun off from the show. Which and show? then in a TV show that later is ran on Netflix. In fact, it ran on Netflix for the past two years. Oh, am I supposed to guess who this is? Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm supposed to guess. Yes. Well, I got Barney. He, well, yes, this one, he played the role of a starship captain. Okay, Jean-Luc Picard? Yes. Jean-Luc Picard, of course, because he had that long career. And who's the actor? <laughs> Oh, I know who the name is. What's his name? Okay, here's the deal that happens also as you get old. You can't fucking remember anyone's name anymore. You're two to three years younger than me, and I know this shit. You have a paper in front of you. I would have known it anyway. Then why do you have a script in this front of you? This is a script outline, so I keep you on track. Well, where's my script? You don't get one. Well, I should get a script. Because I want to enjoy the spontaneity of my guests. But you get a damn script. Yes. But you know your lines. Yes, exactly. But I don't know my lines. Well, talk too bad. John Luke Picard. John Luke, it is... Sir... Sir Ian McKellen. No. That was his friend. They're good yes, friends. Yes, they're very good friends. Give me his first letter of his first name. P. Pierre Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> Picard Jean-Luc Pierre. I don't know who it is. I don't find... Oh, what's his, his name? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart! Oh, oh, you don't remember and... his name. My God. He later played the role of Professor Charles Xavier in the X-Men film series. Oh, my God. Love, 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 love. And actually, this is a spoiler alert, so you better turn this off for the next five seconds. He plays the role in the latest Doctor Strange film, too. Oh, Doctor Strange in the, oh, the multiverse of that. Later on, oh, I like yeah. to watch. But I only saw it once, and I was stoned, so I don't know how to remember. Okay. All okay. right, we'll talk about it later. See what we say about it. But of course, one of my favorite Patrick Stewart roles is when he played Sterling in the 1995 film adaptation of the play Jeffrey. Oh. 
in which he plays this gay fashion or interior designer. He was... And he's fabulous. The second best part of the movie. Because the first best part of the movie, who played... Michael T. Weiss. No, who, that's no. Michael T. Weiss who you're talking about, yeah. the, the hunky guy. Oh. I knew you were going to say oh, that. When he got on knew that, you were going to say when that. When he got on that weight thing and said, "Come on, pick it up," and oh, and everything he wore, and when he wore the flannel, open hairy chest. Are you kidding me? And you know he was the Equalizer or something, some show I used to watch. The Equalizer, <laughs> did you know it? Yeah, I didn't watch it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, he's just so hot. That movie. <laughs> Okay, so yes, Patrick Stewart, yes, Patrick Stewart amazing, hysterical. Yeah, he's great in that. Just but great. number two to Michael T. Weiss, because all he had to do... My favorite scene in that whole movie is with Nathan Lane as the priest. My favorite scene in that movie is when Michael T. Weiss had his shirt open. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> I was oh like, my God. And then, yes. Patrick Stewart, great. Uh, I actually saw Patrick Stewart on stage. Did you? In what? Stephen and I did. We saw him and Ian McKellen in a production of Waiting for Godot and back Ian in 2010. McKellen. Yep. The two of them. The two of them. Together. And Billy Crudup also. Oh, my who practically, God. Who almost stole the whole play. Billy Crudup. Billy Crudup. Billy Crudup. Oh, my God. Incredible did you actor. see, um, what's the movie? Big Fish. The, uh, yeah, the original movie I saw. The movie, you, Big yeah, Fish. Yeah, with Billy Crudup. Yeah. Well, not you McGregor. Billy Crudup. I McGregor was in No, that. who was that guy? He played Scrooge. Ones. I don't remember that. And Billy Crudup. Ugh. Okay, but Bill, I love Billy Crudup. Okay, so you need to see that movie. But anyway. Because you don't remember it. But it was, anyway, it was great seeing Patrick Stewart on the stage. That oh was my a God, treat. And Ian McKellen. Yeah, and you couldn't ask for anything better. Wow. Right? So, to Patrick Stewart and to the late Danny Lockin, we say... We say Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's their birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. <laughs> And now it's time we move on to our next segment. Today, have segment. today in history. Today in the history. I didn't do the birthdays. So I, I know, I know. This is a day that I've always heard about, but we never really learned about it in, in elementary or high school or anything in history. And what is it? Today was the first day of four-day of rioting that occurred on July 13th. 1863, yeah. known as the New York City Draft Riots. Okay. Now, I've always heard of these. Have you ever heard of these before? No. Okay. But I'm going to tell you about them. I know. <laughs> That's how it works, right? I yes, I didn't really know a whole lot about it. But we at the set the, what the what was going on at the time, of course, it was during the middle of the Civil War. Right. At the time, the, the Congress had just passed a National Draft Act. Okay. To draft soldiers into the war. At this time, they, ex they extended the act to include recent immigrants who either just became citizens or were applying for citizenship. Of course they did. Oh, yes. Okay, okay, well, I'm going to into how immigrants are wonderful. And New York City at this time was very, very democratic and was very, it, it, it didn't, it was in favor of the Confederacy because right. it relied on the southern states, especially the cotton, mm -hmm. for its own industries. Yeah. Because of state, they had the millinaries going Wait, on. are you telling me that 
the um, people in charge of all the money only cared about all the money and yes. they didn't care about the people? No. Oh, I'm shocked. Well, at least half of its exports at the time were cotton shipments yes. out of New York City. So without the blacks. And also or. at the same time, like I said, because you had the Democratic Party that was working basically to recruit the immigrants and especially the Irish. The Irish were one of the biggest groups. Then the Germans were among the biggest groups coming in at the time. So... But they were appealing to the Irish because of the Roman Catholicism. And also, they were preying upon their fears of, of black people at the time. Because free black men who were living in New York City and in Manhattan were competing with them for jobs, especially down in the dock areas and everything. So then when Congress passed... Who won in the end? The blacks that's or what get, That's what I'm going to get to. We all know. What happened is, <laughs> when Congress passed this act, it excluded black men from it, the draft. Oh, shocking. And not Absolutely only that, shocking. not only that, wealthy people could pay three hundred dollars for a, what they call a commutation fee to hire someone to take their place if they were drafted. So rich, which is a, which is today would be up the, the equivalent of like. $6,600. So rich people could do whatever they wanted yeah. for a price. Yeah. And $6,600 to them was nothing. Yeah, well, 300 but, was back. That's what it was. But, yeah. but still. So rich them, people got their way back then, too. Yes. I am. My mind is blown. So anyway, the draft, they had the first day in Manhattan on July 11th, and that went by peaceably. But on July 13th, a crowd of about 500, led by local firemen, <laughs> they attacked this office on 3rd Avenue and 47th Street where the draft was being held. They set the building on fire. When the fire company showed up to put the fire out, rioters destroyed all the fire vehicles. Oh, they did. Yeah. They killed horses that were pulling streetcars and then destroyed the streetcars. They also cut the telegraph wires so it would delay the news getting out and delay a police response to what was going on. So the Metropolitan... The only people who were around this time were the Metropolitan Police. And... The... the a lot of the armed forces were just getting out of the Gettysburg campaign, which en that ended like on July 4th or July 5th or whatever, right, right. At that time. So you still had our soldiers down there. So you may say the Metropolitan Police responding to this rioting, but they were outnumbered. The only thing they were able to do was to keep the rioting from spreading south of Union Square. But at one point, there was this bar called, or was a hotel called the Bull's Head Hotel. Right. It was on 44th Street, and it refused to serve alcohol to the rioters. So the rioters set it on fire. As they should. <laughs> Dumb move. They're rioting. They also said fire, right? No, no, we're not getting And these are primarily, like I said, these are primarily Irish immigrants, too. We have torches with us. Yeah. And you're not going to give us a drink. Okay. So they then set fire to several police stations. They attempted to attack the building where the New York Times was. But the New York Times was able to repel them because staff members were manning Gatling guns. Okay. <laughs> they had Gatling, Gatling guns! <laughs> he will tell you what that is in a little while. Gatling guns were like like the early machine guns. They were first used during this, during this period of time. Right. They were like the early machine guns, but not what we have today, of course. But that's what they basically were. You, they were fed a chain of bullets, and it was a, it was a crank that crank it, it out. Kill as many people as you want. But yeah, that's how they kept them out of the New York Times building. It's like, holy shit, that's amazing. 
Oh, well, that is but amazing. the worst thing is, is that the rioters started attacking black people throughout the city, and one of the wow. places they attacked was the Colored Orphans Museum on Fifth Avenue and Forty Third Street. But the police were able to secure the building long enough to allow two hundred and thirty three b- black children to escape unharmed before the building was burned to the ground. But rioters also attacked black homes and businesses, especially in the Midtown area near the docks. And killed everyone. Well, not exactly. That night, rain fell, put out a lot of the fires, and but the rioting continued for like the next two or three days. Order was finally restored on July 16th when the New York State militia and 4,000 federal troops returned from the Gettysburg Is campaign. this the happy story you were talking about? No, I didn't say you it was told a happy me, story. No, you told me you were going to tell me a sad story No, no, that a was, happy story. That was the birthdays. Oh, and that I was, heard the happy story? Yes, that was Patrick Stewart. Okay, yes, happy ending. <laughs> and now we're back to a sad story. Now we're back to a sad story. <laughs> Is it going to be a lot of sad stories? <laughs> well, at the end of this, <laughs> they approximately, approximately 120 people were killed, 2,000 were injured, <laughs> 11 black men were hanged during these riots, 50 buildings, including two Protestant churches and the Colored Orphans Museum, were burned to the ground. Total property damage was $1 to $5 million, which today would have been about 20 to $80 million. Many wow. blacks, as a result, left Manhattan and moved to Brooklyn and New Jersey, and the Manhattan's black population dipped below 10,000 people for the first time since 1820. Okay, is that where all the rich black people went then? Because if you watch, what was that? The Gilded Age. Okay. It talks about in towns, there were rich people. And they they were a part of rich neighborhoods. Okay. That seems like that's how they got rich. Pa- I don't I don't know enough about the history to, to well, give, give you a definitive like answer. Well, it seems like if we look into it, mm. that's how they got rid of them. But after these riots had happened, they suspended the draft for about a month, but they resumed it back in August. Right. Later that year. Okay, guys. But uh, the riots remain the largest civil and most racially charged urban disturbance in American history. Really? Yeah. Wow. Right? Uh, and we know very little about it. No, no, because of black. But you know what? But it also pitted we you t- had you had the Irish who were working in the police department and the fire department and in government, and they're fighting Irish immigrants. So it was almost like a civil war between those two factions, too, you know? Yeah, and that's... Okay, that Which is... kind of weird. That is weird. I can't believe I'm learning stuff while I'm here. I, I, isn't that scary? It's but beautiful. actually, if, 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 if you want to even know better... And who knows about this? You need to know about There this. was a Broadway musical that just... It's closing, actually, on July 17th called Paradise Square. It tells a story of the New York City draft riots. Really? Yeah, it takes, it takes place before and during the events of the riots. So I need to see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, unfortunately, the, the show is closing on July seventeenth. So I'm not going to. So see that. you only have a f- you only have a few days to. It, the, it's like, not. Yeah, you only have four more days to see it, Ernie. It's not going to happen. I have cousin stock. <laughs> I know. Oh, shout out to cousin stock. It's where my cousins and I hang out, and it's at my house this year. Well, it's at my house every year, and this is the seventeenth um, cousin stock. <laughs> and we decided to do it because me and my cousin Doreen said. At a funeral, should we get together more than we always do? And we were still young. We were 30. And she's like, everybody at old says they should do it. And we're young. We should do it before we get old. <clears throat> so I arranged a cousin stock at my house. And we've had one ever since then. That's great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Anyway, I think that's enough about the New York City draft rides. But it was very interesting. It, and yeah, I'm going to look it. more into it. In the you future. should. You I should. Will. I will. It's very, it's very, I will. I totally I said, will. I never learned about it when I was in Yeah, school. that was amazing. I won't do it. 
I will. <laughs> that never happened. Never happened. Okay, so what's next? Track we are four. now going to move on to our next segment. What day is it? Could you play <laughs> yes. So, I don't know what that was. It's, what is that from? It's, it's some, some cartoon, I think. Okay, I love it. But yes, it's time for What Day Is It? What Day Is It? And Yay! today we're observing two national days. The first one is National Barbershop Music Appreciation Day. Holy shit. And as a bald man who shaves his head, I have no interest in this. <laughs> so... It seems to continue you do, my interest in Pat's blog. But you do not appreciate... <laughs> no, no, I'm loving it. The art of barbershop quartet singing. I love barbershop quartet singing. Well, that's what we're talking about oh, here. Then, oh, okay. Actually, no. Not, we're not, it's not barbershop appreciation. And I can go to a barbershop music and get my head shaved. And you know what? They used to kind of do your nails and stuff. Yes, manicure. Yeah, manicure. they used to do all that in the men's place. Yeah, you can, you can still all get of a sudden, done. that became girly. When the no, fuck did that happen? You can still get it happen? done. I don't, yes, where, but, I don't know where you go. You can, I know places you can yeah, still get it but done. But it used to be manly to do that. It used to be something men did. Now it's something men I never, don't do. I never thought of it as unmanly. So. I went in, oh, the other day I went into a, uh, the second time I went in to um, the one by my house. Yeah. And I walk in and I say, oh, I'll have a Manny Petty. And the, the lady who owns it, and I know she owns it because I, well, I know she owns it. And she goes, ah, Manny Petty? What? And she get, makes me feel like I shouldn't go in there for that. Okay. And then the husband always comes over and says, I'll do it, I'll do it. And I'm thinking, why do I need I'll do it, I'll do it? Men don't come into this place and want a Manny Petty? And I don't mind the guy doing it. I prefer that. Yeah. You know. But anyway. But anyway, go ahead. Yes, we were talking about barbershop music. And quartets. And I love it. Yes. You have any particular barbershop quartet song favorites? Um, Guys and Dolls. <laughs> Guys and Dolls? Yeah. What barbershop quartet is there in Guys and Dolls? There wasn't? Uh, not that I recall. Oh. I recall this one from the Music Man. Oh, that's the one I meant. That's the one I meant. I'm home again. I love this. To get the sun back in the sky. I can't play the whole thing. Why not? By <laughs> the Well, go on to some of it. Oh, come on. Oh, and you know, that's it. That's it. You have but, a taste. But, the, but it, gets taste. Into, it gets into more... Of like, course it does. Okay, it I encourage the people at home to fast forward a few seconds <laughs> and watch the end of that. <laughs> yes, actually, you can find it on YouTube. You can find the recording. You can find Totally the on YouTube. They have the film clip. Actually, that recording is from the Broadway production with Barbara Cook. Oh, uh, Which, actually, they do have the clip of. They're from some variety show from early with 60s. Barbara with Barbara Cook. Barbara Cook and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, but she's not shown. She's always uh, No, she's shown because she's singing the other song, the... Uh, Oh, they Will let I ever her tell show him. her face? It's, she sings the counter song to their Lighter Rose. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Oh, okay. But yes, so yes, today is National Barbershop love, Music Appreciation Day. I love Barbara Cook. She made everything better. Yes, she did. What is she? Uh, is one of the questions My Fair Lady? Because I know the answer. <laughs> so when you get to My Fair Lady and Audrey Hepburn, yes, I know it was Barbara Cook. Oh, okay. <laughs> And you know, and that is one of the answers, guys. Oh, okay. But anyway, we now move on to our observation of another national day today, one I, which I think you'll enjoy, National French Fry Day. French Fry Day? Mm-hmm. Today is French Fry Day. Today is National French Fry Day. Well, I do love French fries. Good. 
As yes. you should. And McDonald's are my favorite. Really? Yeah. McDonald's are my favorite with everything else. But fries, McDonald's. When I... Okay, when I drive home and I get McDonald's, and I re- try, try to rarely do it because it's bad for you, but I get the fries for the way home. Okay. And there is nothing better than eating fries on the way home. They never taste as good when you get home. I encourage everyone, get a, get a small fry for the way home and eat it. <laughs> eat it! It's the best thing in the world. All right. <laughs> Are we done? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. There was so much more to tell you about French fries. Did you know they were first mentioned in a Parisian book in 1775? 1775. Yep. And in fact, Thomas Jefferson noted that he was served potatoes served in the French manner in a White House dinner in 1802. And the expression French fried potatoes first occurred in English in 1856. Could you imagine the first time? Because, like, they do the whole potato. But then someone said, we're going to take little strips of potato and fry it in oil. Yep. So we're going to take this. And people must have been like, what the fuck is this it's so good well, especially but also back then too because you were deep frying and, and that yeah. was expensive to do back then yeah so they deep fried little strips of potato yeah oh my god people must have freaked out well there are all kinds of, fr- of fries let's see how many of these have, if you've uh, you've had i've had a lot of them there are uh have you had carne asada fries yes well do you know what carne asada is it's this meat that's in the fry it's yes. fries it's covered with Spanish. carne meat guacamole yeah. sour cream and cheese delicious love it of course there's cheese fries love it there's chili cheese fries Boom. there are crinkle cut fries have also them. known as wavy fries that are cut in a ridged fashion okay, those i like two. those you don't find those too often no right that was nathan's there are also curly fries which are among my favorite uh, one fast food place like Checkers. Oh, that's curly. They make the spicy curly fries. Oh my god! Oh my Their god. spicy shit is so delicious. Oh, it's so good. Do you ever uh, have the fries with love chili? Them. Try it with chili. They're also carne asada. There are also what they call curry chips, fries covered in curry sauce. Uh, I've never done that. I don't think I've done that. Yeah. But I'm open and willing. There are also dirty fries. Had them. Fries covered in melted cheese with uh, bacon, pulled yeah. pork, chili, or gravy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Grew up on Long Island. Right. You've had them. Kimchi fries. Fries topped with caramelized kimchi and green onions. I've never had that. I know the name, but I, I might have had them. Yeah, never had that. Kimchi. I might have had kimchi. Okay. The uh, potato wedges, which are thick cut, elongated, wedge-shaped fries with the Adam. skin left on. Uh, what else do they have here? Shoestring fries, which are really thick. I love those. Love those love because those. it's like the oil to potato ratio is more oil. Yep. <laughs> That's why this is. Steak fries, which go oh my god, that was great. Huge oh thick my cut god. fries. You know who had those when I worked in um Orange Julius? Best steak really? fries in the world. Really? Oh, yeah. We used to take them and dump them in oil and fry them to as ever crispy you want. Oh, wow. So you used to say, I want them extra crispy. Boom. Soft. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, waffle fries. Yes, which we've all had. Which we've all had. Not my favorite. No. No. Yeah, they're nothing special to yeah. me either. So here's to Happy National French Fry Day. Day. To French Fry Day. To French Fry Day. Is Stephen going to make us French fries? Mm-mm. Okay, so... No, big, sorry. Big flaw in your little plan tonight. 
because fries should have been coming in. Well, also, next time we do this, we should be tasting them. I know. Yeah. Well, we're now going to move on to our next segment, and I'm going to need your help on this one because you're, you're going to need to supply the sound effects. Okay. The sound of the, the segment is turn your head and cough. <coughs> Okay, don't overact. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what you wanted. I thought you were taping it, and you're going to work it for later. I didn't know that was live. Simple cough of the day. That was just a little, little over the top. Okay, there, I'm, you sorry, know? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, like you have diphtheria or something. I, I could do the throw up, too. Typhoid. No, okay. I'm sitting here with typhoid Mary. Well, you didn't tell me what you wanted. <laughs> Well, it's oh called turn your head and cough. Okay, this, so. I gotta say, hello people out there that I'm talking to, I'm having so much fun. Well, I'm so glad you are. Yeah, I wasn't talking to you. Because we're not gonna move on to a topic, which is not, which we're not moving on to a topic, which is not so fun on turn your head and cough. Oh, another sad topic. It's That's about shocking. monkey pox. Yay! <laughs> well, I don't know if you heard that this past Thursday, uh, they began administering the monkey pox vaccine to Fire Island. The county, the Suffolk County, received an allotment of 750 monkeypox vaccine doses after at least three cases of the infection. So, were confirmed. is that why you didn't go? No, you didn't have a seizure. You just didn't want to catch monkeypox. I didn't know, about and you let us go over and get it. I didn't know about this until I started looking at this two days ago. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> oh, shut I'm up. just saying, people out there, Idiot. he might have tried to kill me. But right now, there are clinics that have been set up in Cherry Grove, The Pines, and Sayville. Uh, Where say, we went. What? Where we went. Yes. And you didn't go. Where are you You go? didn't go, and we went, and you're saying you weren't trying to kill us. I'm just saying. <laughs> Seems a little planned out I to me. I don't know about Oh, this. he doesn't know about Until this. I was researching the story. Oh, days sure he ago. didn't. Okay, he didn't. Does anyone believe he didn't know beforehand? Because I'm The question is, why didn't you know about this? Well, I trust Patrick to be a good person. <laughs> I've made a mistake. Sucker. <laughs> well, that was your first mistake. <laughs> I know. Damn. But anyway, so uh, basically, basically for people, you can't just go and get the vaccine. You have to have had recent exposure to it, to the virus within the past 14 days. You have to have been at high risk of recent exposure, which includes members of the gay, bisexual, transgender, and gender non-conforming community. And That's community us. is men who have sex with men. Because basically this broke out among men having sex with men at circuit parties. That's how a lot of this started. Oh. Well, luckily, we're not young. Yeah, that no, we don't go to circuit parties anymore. Because we're old. But if you've had sexual contact and or we, skin, we skin like to go contact to with somebody o'clock. who's had a rash or any kind of sore in their body, or you like to go if to you have something o'clock? like that, you should go get it checked out immediately. No. You, you like know? to go to bed at 9 o'clock? Because if you do, you should watch our show. Or, or listen to it. Why? Because we like to go to bed early, too. No, we don't. I go to bed oh. at like 2 in the morning. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's why Patrick had a heart attack and a seizure. <laughs> don't listen to him. <laughs> go to bed early. <laughs> and our sec- second topic under our <laughs> turn your head and cough. COVID is still fucking here, people. Keep wearing your masks, you know? I can count on one hand the number of people I know who have either tested positive for COVID or they've come down with like cold-like symptoms and they're waiting for test results. Okay, it's and it's not so much COVID anymore. 
Well, it's the variants. The, and, and the whole time I wore the mask, I didn't get a freaking flu. I, got, I never got sick. I was always, I never got the flu, never got sick. I got COVID after the one time I did not wear oh, a mask. I got COVID because I went out and I made out with some you know, guy homeless on the that's street. That's what I'm saying. Wear the fucking mask. Keep yeah. wearing the mask. You have to. Yeah. For your own sake. And when you go to, yeah. Just wear the friggin' mask every once in a while. And if you haven't gotten your booster shots yet, go get them. It's I, mean, a I got all mine. Shot. I got my two. Sh- I got my two initial shots. I got my two booster shots. I'm planning on having probably another booster shot in November. I this got, will probably become like a regular thing, like the flu shot. I now. got the two shots. I got the booster. I didn't get the second booster yet. I was just getting it, especially now with this yes, this new variant that's going it. around. Because this new variant they say is is easily transmissible. It's a shot, right? And if you're listening to us, you're probably. Over 40. <laughs> so, get it. Actually, our demographic spans like 25 to like 50. Oh, young people, you have nothing to worry about. Just go have, <laughs> go have as much don't sex. Don't tell them that. They should get vaccinated too. Just No, no, you don't need to. Go have as much sex as uh, possible. Oh, my God. Just go like sleep with people, make out with people, and enjoy. Anyway, we're now going to move on to our next segment, wherein we take a look into my briefs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay, that, that, I didn't expect that one. Okay, what's anyway, in tonight's look into my briefs, uh, we've, just, we've been discussing recent uh, Supreme Court rulings and wow. their disastrous effects that they're going to Tonight have. Tonight is a depressing night, Arthur. But yeah, well, this next story is about a case that the court is going to be hearing next year. And it you all, know I know nothing about this. And I know, I'm going to give you a whole little education in it. It's about... A theory, it's called the Independent State Legislature Theory. Okay, this is the part of the show that you will not hear from me at all. I'm sure you don't hear from Tommy because this is the lawyer part of the show. And this this is is where you can ask questions and stuff. Okay. Anyway, the basis for this theory is derived from Article 1, Section 4, Clause 1 of the U.S. Constitution, which says, The times, places, and manner of holding elections for senators and representatives shall be prescribed in each state by the legislature thereof. But the Congress may at any time by law make or alter such regulations, except as to the place of choosing senators. And then they also move on to another clause in Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2, which states, Each state shall appoint in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators, etc., etc. So what the advocates of the theory are saying is that this that this language basically limits the authority over elections to a state's legislature and that the executive branch and the judiciary have absolutely no say over the manner of elections being held unless otherwise prescribed in the Constitution. So they're basically saying that any case, if someone sues concerning an election issue, and they sue in the state court, the state court would not be allowed to rule on it. Really? Yep. That all rules would be handled by the state legislature, and that's it. And this is where we're going. And so now the Supreme Court has voted to take on a case which directly addresses this theory. Now, previously in 2015, the court expressly rejected this whole doctrine. But there was a dissent written by Chief Justice John Roberts that was joined by Justice Alito and Thomas. 
and they argued that the text, structure, and history of the Constitution required reading that clause, the elections clause, as assigned the duty of regulating federal elections, specifically upon that state's elected represented bodies. And also, in a federal case that came before the court, but in dicta, basically, Justices Kavanaugh and Gorsuch have expressed interest in this doctrine or theory. So now, at the end of this current term, the court agreed to hear a case called Moore versus Harper, and it's going to directly address this issue. And more than likely, the court is going to rule in favor of this new doctrine. And this doctrine will do what? Basically, what's going to say is that any election issues will have to be resolved by the state legislature. State courts will not be permitted to rule on it. Uh, federal courts will not be permitted to rule on it, except as otherwise prescribed in the, in the federal constitution. Hmm. That nobody can address election laws except for the state legislature. So if they want to contest gerrymandering of, of political, of congressional districts... If they want to allege racial bias, they can't. They will under this doctrine. They would not be able to sue in state court. Whether it, and then the question is, will more than likely they'll extend this to the federal courts as well? Because they're going to say that this wholly falls within the state legislature's body. But ev they, but everyone's saying practically that doesn't make any sense. But that's what they did. But everyone, constitutional, some constitutional scholars are saying that. When you're thinking about a legis legislature, especially that time period, you're talking about legislatures deriving their authority from the people, that they are not the final authority. They're deriving their authority from the people as elected representatives. Maybe this they is have a good to thing. answer to somebody. Maybe this is a good thing. I know that seems weird. And it you're like, think way, I'm crazy. It won't be a good thing for basically my minorities because they'll be gerrymandered out of representation. Eh, the Democrats wanna, will. They seem to want to the vote Democrat, The Democrats so. will be gerrymandered out of representation. It's going to be. It's and then we fight back. Uh, yeah, and that's what they do. So that means there's we're gonna, more of us. Yeah, but there's more of. There us. may be more of us, but not enough of us are voting. Maybe not this election. But maybe the next one, or the one after that. Yeah, I hope we still have elections to vote in. I think it's a in. new fight we need to fight. We let them do this, now let's fight back. This court is promoting states' rights like over the federal government's rights. And it's going to get to the point where I think we're not going to be a, a democratic republic. We're going to be a, conf a loose confederation of states. That everyone's going to be following their own laws and rules... And there's not going to be any kind of uniformity whatsoever. And then the majority will speak up, and it will change. Uh, and it might be in the next 50 years, but I think that's what we need. I don't think so. I think we're going down the very wrong path. I think we're going down the path we're going down no matter what. Well. And then we fight back. Because yeah, there's more yeah, of us. can be too late. No, it's never going to be too late. Yeah. It's going to be too late for a while, but not... In the end. We'll see. Which brings us on to our next segment, of course. Yes, it's what? time for The Week in Fascism. Yay, fascism. Okay, I have no idea what... Well, I don't know what we're talking well, about author is, author is not care for the science. No. Sorry, author. Yes, author is here on our uh, making a guest appearance. <laughs> yeah. And he's gone. And now uh, Abigail's coming into him. Abigail's like, what's going on? Right. Oh, Where are you? We're talking about no. fascism, all right? I know, I know. We all hate fascism. We all hate it. Yes, yes fascism bad. Uh, okay, okay. I, I have trained my dog well. Go write your congressman. Don't say fascism in front of my dog. Stop it. Can I continue, please? we got a show here to do. Thank you. 
No, no, we can fascism. Anyway, fascism. for this week in fascism, I was going to talk about the recent one-six committee hearing. Did you see it yesterday? Um, yes, I did. Oh, what were your thoughts about it? <sighs> I, I really have no thoughts. You really have no thoughts? Yeah. So, well, how what am I talking be? about now again? We're talking about yesterday's one-six committee hearing. You talk about it first. Oh, uh, you want me to talk about it first? Yes, you talk about it first. Well, I thought the witnesses were good. Uh, they revealed a lot more, you know, illuminated a lot more, I think, some of the things that we thought already that... We already knew, ...that yeah. Trump and company knew what was going to happen from the very beginning, that they were coordinating with these groups to a certain extent. You know, that became fairly obvious. And... And especially the one guy, the one guy who basically got convicted and, said, and went inside the Capitol building, he said, hey, I did Trump, Trump. if Trump, Trump told us to go, that's what we did. And why did we need to hear that? Because we knew that already. We, but people we already knew that. People needed actually to hear that, pe- that he did it because of Trump. I mean, people don't realize they did it because of Trump. F- from a legal standpoint, they need to show that Trump actively encourage these people to attack the Capitol. Yeah. That's why. That's why they needed to show that. Yeah. But, but I, I thought... I can't the, believe it's something that people don't already know. It's people. It's something that people are not willing to admit. There are people who are disavowing everything that's coming out of these committee hearings. Yeah. You know? And he said it. Well, okay. But these hearings are showing, hey, this is what happened. These are his own people who worked for him, who are telling you what happened. And then they you said know? they left. He said... I left because he told us to leave. Yeah. Because if he would have told us earlier... If he had told us earlier to leave, we would have uh, left earlier. We would have left earlier, but right? he told us then. Yeah. But it's still... I can't believe people need to be told that. Yeah. Well, we all do that. I know. Yeah. But it, it, the obvious has to be stated, unfortunately. Yeah. Because even, like I said, people aren't even believing the obvious. Yeah. That's the shame of it all. So what I found amazing was when they revealed at the end, Liz Cheney revealed of how um, Trump tried to contact a there witness is someone there who's supposed to testify. Which, of course, <laughs> Trump will say. And you know Trump will say, well, I didn't know he was a witness. Yeah. I mean, that will be. Well, I don't even know that guy. Well, My butt dial cut down. On that Newsmax channel, one of the hosts said, well, maybe he did a butt dial. Yeah, a butt dial. Come on. He did. uh Uh-uh. Come on, please. Is that what we're going? A butt dial? Really? Yeah, I know. But, yeah, I mean, just the allegations of witness tampering. They're going to, I mean, that that alone, they're going to nail him on. You know? But we're still going to lose in 2022. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a whole other issue at this point. But that is another issue. Well, yeah. But Everyone I'm listening with these to hearings. all this, I think they're going to be like... I'm with these hearings. Because now I can't wait till next week now when they're going to show what he was doing at the White House during all that time until he finally issued yeah. that tweet to please disperse. And you know, I'm waiting or, to uh, hear... Video. I'm waiting to hear from the guy who um, was in the car with that girl who said... The, Trump grabbed him. They have to test. They have to get that guy. I'm sure eventually they will. Yeah, I mean, sure if she's telling the truth, and it seemed like she was. I, she has no motive. Motivation no motive. Right. Then she they're going. Then she they're definitely them, you know? talking to the guy in that car, and he's going to come out and verify. And what this he's guy, saying. I mean, this well, this guy, if, if you know, Tony Diorta, I think, or something like that. He was a member of the Secret Service that Trump made him like a uh, temporary deputy chief of staff. Yeah. So he was he was in the in crowd, you know. Yeah, that's why he's denying that the whole thing happened. Of course, because he's one of the lackeys. But yeah, I, I just find like. But he's not going record deny anything. Happened. Well, yeah, yeah, he hasn't been sworn. He hasn't so been he didn't. Sworn he didn't do yet. anything on the record. Yeah, let's wait till what he says on the record. Yeah, exactly. 
Because everybody's saying, oh, he said, said yeah, well, well, we'll see what he said. And you know, as soon as she said it, they went to him and said, did this happen? And them getting him under oath. Yeah. And he's going to verify it because, okay, go ahead. Well, what even said to me more was how now they're showing how members of Congress knew what was going to happen before all of this happened. That they played audio from this one uh, congresswoman, Debbie Lesko, in which she asked congressional leadership to come up with a safety plan for members on January 5th. Because she's raising concerns about what would happen. So why would she be concerned? What exactly. was it? You know, how would she know this and all that? But they actually, they obtained this audio of her saying this. So obviously, these congressmen knew ahead of time what was going on. And then when they talk about this crazy meeting that they had on December 18th that almost devolved into a, a, a fist fight Right, and they wanted to declare, they talked about declaring martial law and seizing the voting machines. <laughs> it's like holy shit. It's like you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. But this is who we're dealing with and, and what's scary is that people want to bring him back and have him run for president again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I don't understand. It's like, you know this man is a fascist, and you still want him to be your president. I don't understand why. They know he's lying about what he said. Never yeah. mind fascist. They don't understand what fascist means. I know. They just think this guy's the good guy yeah. who's for us. And he's not. And he's just for himself. Okay. Mark Twain said it best when he said, it's easier to fool a person than to convince them they've been fooled. Yes. No one wants to convince. They've been of course not. Of course and not. And that's the thing. I know. They'll never, you'll never convince them they've been to. No. And unfortunately, I know. I don't know what it's going to take. I really don't. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to next time. Right. And what's the next? Um... We're now moving on to our next segment. This one, we had a sound cue for, but Tommy didn't like it. So I had to look for another sound cue for it. So I found one. He's not going to like this one either. But I but don't like it. it. I think you're going to love it. I think it's pr appropriately weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Tommy, sorry, but I love it. <laughs> yes, this is now the segment we like to watch. Okay. <laughs> What's the segment? This segment, we talked about what we've watched in the past week. Okay. But I thought one of the first things we could talk about first was the recent Emmy nominations. Did you okay. hear about them? I did not. You did not? I did not listen to any of the Emmy nominations. Well, because... I happen to have a list of all the nominations right here. But it just came out when? Uh, I believe it was yesterday it came oh, out. Oh, yeah, I was busy. Oh, you were busy. I was busy. <laughs> Busy so, doing nothing on your summer vacation. Exactly. <laughs> I was busy laying on the couch. and. Well, I, I looked at the shows that were nominated for like Best Drama and for Best Comedy or whatever. I haven't seen any of the shows that were nominated for Drama. And I've only seen three of the comedies. And I'm like, do I not watch a lot of TV? Or just do I not watch... Like oh. mainstream stuff. Do you watch uh, Murders in the Building? That I, yes, that's one of the shows I watch. Yes. Okay, I'm in on that. Love that show. Are you up to date? Love it. Yes, I'm totally up oh to date Oh my God, that. so Oh my God. And the reason they put this episode on fast is because it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that show. And both of them were nominated, Marge Short and Steve, and, uh, Steve because Martin. Because they're amazing. But they also should have nominated Selena Gomez, I think. Eh, she should have been. I think she's she very was good. okay, but. I think she's a good counterpoint to the two of them. She really is, but they carried her. But they were amazing. Yeah. I mean, she was okay, and maybe she should have been. She should have been nominated, I thought. But they definitely should have been. Yes. 
thought one of the other comedies I watched was Hacks. Do you, you watch that one? Love. With Gene Smart? Yes. Only saw the last couple. Oh, my God. I haven't seen the... Oh, we got to watch the rest of the season. It's great. Have you watched the whole yes, season? Yes, I watched the whole second season. Uh, yep. Oh, it's I great. haven't seen the, I've only seen a couple episodes. Oh, my God. So it's you, great. She was nominated. The other girl was nominated. Oh, because they're amazing. Yeah. When I saw Gene Smart, I go, the Emmy goes to. Like when I saw... Um, Spider-Man. Which one? Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, Andrew Garfield. And I had no idea He's that so was... Um, good that. Oh I thought God. that was an Emmy. That was an Academy Award. So he would have won the Emmy. Mm. But the Academy Award, that's that's tough. I know, right? But and, he, was, uh, he was nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And then also I watched... Did you watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? The best show on right? TV. The, and the last season... Loved it. And she was nominated. Oh, my God. And the one who plays her agent was nominated oh, as well. Of course they were. Right? And that last season with the whole... Alex Morris scene is her Oh, name. my God. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Abbott Elementary. Do you watch that? No. I need to do one. Barry on HBO. Do you watch that? Barry on HBO? I've seen it a few Bill times. Not bad. He's, I've seen episodes, but I don't watch yeah. it regularly. No, I've, I saw the whole first season. Curb Your Enthusiasm? The, one of the best shows on TV. I, I don't watch it. We don't what? watch it. Yeah. Steven doesn't like Larry David. What? Yeah. Oh, well, wrong. Best show. Okay, everybody, listen to me right now. Curb Your Enthusiasm is probably one of the top ten shows ever put on TV. Okay. Watch it from beginning so to be, end. So let it be done. Uh, so let it be done. What else is on the list? Ted Lasso. Oh my god, that was so great. I haven't gotten into that. We haven't gotten into that one either. Well, you will, and it's so great. What we do in the shadows. Never sorry. We watched the first season of it, then we just kind of like lost track of it. But those are all nominated for best comedy. Oh, I said, Ted I mean, Lasso. Watch three of them. Oh, ke- oh but now name? these are the best drama shows that are nominated. Better Call Saul. You watch that? No. Nope, neither do I. Christina Everyone says, uh, what a great show it is. Nope, don't watch it. Euphoria on no, HBO. Nope, no. don't watch it. Ozark on Netflix. Oh, I like that. See, we try to watch it. I didn't like the characters. <laughs> I love. We watched like two or three okay. episodes. Like, no, I love I Marianne and I love. I love the mother and the father. Who are they? Uh, well, it's Jason Bateman and Jason Bateman. Can't I think love. Of her name. And then what's it called from you know from yeah. This is magical. Anything. Tales of the city. Anything she's in. <laughs> I love. Yes, I know who you mean. I just can't think of her name right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. But yeah, never. I couldn't get into the show. Loved it. Severance on Apple TV. No. No. Squid Game on Netflix. No. no. Oh, oh. <gasps> See, yes. I we had no interest in that. I just okay, like... saw that first one. Wasn't going to watch the next episode. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I had no interest in the show. It's just about people getting it's, knocked off. I'm... It's, it's awful. It's awful. One of the best things I've ever Stranger seen. Stranger Things on Netflix. Seen that. We didn't get into that. Succession on HBO. No. No. And Yellow Jackets on Showtime. No. no. I, there's like so much I don't see. It's amazing. Yeah, but um, Squid Game, Patrick, I think you might like that. It was, just keep watching it. He's never going to like it. What I'm going to get nominated for a couple of things was, did you see uh, The White Lotus on HBO? I hated it so much. Oh, you didn't like Oh, we oh my God. The it. only one I loved oh my God. on that. I hated everyone in that show except, what's her name, from, what's the big fat girl's name? I love her so oh, much. Oh, uh, what's her name? Because she got nominated. Yeah. She was amazing. Oh, I can't think of her name. Let me find her name. Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer. Just, just about all everyone from that show was nominated for something. Oh, and the waiter guy? Well, the, the host, the host of the hotel, Murray Bartlett. 
He was fantastic. Plus, he's so good. And then later on, he's in the the last Tales of the City movie, that limited series. Yes, and he was also in... um, He played Mouse. He was also in The Gay Show before that. Okay. I really like him. I hope we see more of him. Great actor. And he's hot. We're now moving on to... People saying stupid things. Oh, Karen, you are so stupid. You're so stupid. yes. And this week we have a big winner. It is Georgia Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker. She's an idiot. Oh, did, and he's a he. Did you hear what he said? Yes, I did. Well, I'll repeat it from the <laughs> I, air. I knew you would. He was addressing some crowd somewhere on a campaign or stop or whatever. Because he's a moron. And I guess they were talking about climate change, and this is what he said. Since we don't control the air, our good air decided to float over to China's bad air. So when China gets our good air, their bad air got to move. So it moves over to our good air space. Then now we got to clean that back up. Close quote. Close <laughs> end quote. Yes, we're throwing in the quote. It's like wow. <laughs> that's that's what he said. And you're running for the U.S. Senate. Yeah. So to Herschel Walker, we say. Oh, Herschel Walker. You're so stupid. Yes. Herschel Walker. What the fuck is going on with that? They're gonna vote for him. For who? Herschel Walker. Oh, okay. What the fuck? That moron? Yes, that moron. And we're going to vote for that guy. Anyway, we're going to move on to our next segment now. Raindrops on roses, whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Oh, my God. This is my favorite section. Tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. (laughs) Yes, it's time for... Five faves. Oh my god, this is good, right? I don't know, is it? Five what? Faves. Faves. I got this. You sure now? I did. I, got, I did my homework. Oh my god. <laughs> what the five faves? Anyway, today's category for five faves was to pick your five favorite summer songs. Songs it. that evoke or remind you of the summer. Yes. And did you pick five fave summer songs? I did. Really? Okay, my first one is going to... I don't know if this is obvious or because that summer in it, this makes sense or doesn't make sense, or this is why I picked it. But my favorite summer song uh-huh. ever... Okay. Are you going to play it when I am? Um, uh, if I have it, I'll play it. Is um, Boys of Summer, Don Henley, and you have it. I do think I have Of course that. you have it. I love that. That was in 1982. That is like, that was my summer song. Okay, no, I have the song ready to go. <laughs> anyway. No way. That was your first choice. Okay, you didn't play the voice. Well, play the voice. No, Just move up to the voice. No, play the voice. Nobody on the road. Nobody on the beach. I feel like I'm 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> thank you. At least you played that part. Well, thank you. But that is like summer to me. There was a time where the guys jumped up for beach ball, and I see that the whole time in my head, and I only know it was two seconds of it. Okay. But those boys jumping up and doing the volleyball, that was just, that was like summer to me constantly. That's a good summer image. Yeah. Well, that good is. evocation. Yeah. So <laughs> that is my summer. What's That's your, your first? Well, this is not necessarily my, but this is not my, I don't have any particular order. I'm going to start with the oldest one, an instru- instrumental one, which is probably practically a cliche. Okay, you've heard in so many movies. Oh my God! I think this is mine too. I have it on my list. Go. Oh, that's, not- <laughs> that's not it. No, but I love this one. Yes. Ah. Right? Everyone knows this song. This song is just so summer to me. Yeah. You know? This is me sitting out in the back of the glass ice cream. Yeah. Oh, this is Five in the afternoon, the wind blowing. Yeah. So what's your second choice, Ernest? A summer place. A summer place. Yeah, you mean a, the, you mean a theme from a summer place? Yes, do the theme <clears> from a summer. place. I don't place. think I have that. So get it. I'll have to look for it. Yeah, theme from a summer place. Dear Ernest. Mm. Come on, this is summer. This is yeah. elevator music to me. Uh. <laughs> Well, it's summer elevator music. Uh, you think yeah, this is... Oh, no, yeah, I know. This is not me. Ah, well, this was exactly what you just had. All right, go next. <laughs> All right, go next. My next one, I remember hearing this on WCBS FM, Home uh, of the Oldies. Okay. And fell in love with the song, Always Remind Me of Summer. My next? Palisades Park by Freddie Cannon. Okay, my next. What's your next choice? It's Raining Men. It's Raining Men. Yeah, I was... It was summer, and my aunt said to me, she goes, if you like this song, you must be gay. And I thought, you know what? I am. This was my... Okay, that was that. What's your next? My next one. Let me find my list again here. Oh, this is another one from the 60s. Because 
Whenever I heard this, the title is perfect for it because it's exactly what it reminded me of. Okay. Perfect summer song. Yeah. Always a boat. All around, people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk, hollering in a match Okay, my next. Yes. You have to find modern English. I melt with you. Oh wow! That all of a sudden brought me to Valley Girl, and then it was Valley Girl for me. I melt with you, modern English. There we go. This just Valley Girl made into the 80s. Yes. Moving forward, losing uh, all my And I was like on the beach. Yeah. Making love to you. Great song. Yeah. I saw the world rushing all around. Yeah, that became all of a sudden when I was like a kid, an 18 year old. So what's your next? My next is like the ultimate beach party song from the ultimate party band. Can't go wrong with the B-52s in the summertime. All right, so my next? Yeah, what's your next one? Okay, now, my next is, um, you're going to hate it. Oh, no, what is it? It is anything from Footloose, but... Oh, I definitely don't have that. (laughs) Let's see if I can find it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it for the boy. Are you serious? Come on, it was so... Oh, my God, really? Let's hear it for the boy. Oh, my God. Well, pick... Yeah. Then, ah. come on, it was summer. That's all I can stand. All right. <laughs> that was fine. As long as you that what's yours? That was your final choice. My final No, no, my final choice. Yeah, that was your more. that was your fifth choice, I thought, wasn't it? Well, I have one more. You ha- oh you have one more? I have one more. Well, let me go to my fifth choice then. This reminds me of being in Cherry Grove when okay. we used to, when we used to go to tea dance at the Ice Palace. Okay. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, oh go is reminding me of that. And Pet Shop Boys doing Go West better than. Yeah. Oh, better than the original. Better than the original. Better than the original. Okay, definitely. so here's my last choice. What's your last choice? Um, okay, I the only because the only song I remembered and I could listen to. Don't you want me, baby? I know. Just do it. It's my. It's. Don't you want oh me, baby? God, don't you don't you? have it. I do have it. You do? Of course I have it. Oh, I've been working. Oh. I haven't seen this in so long. Yeah, this video, oh my God, so old. Jesus. Cocktail ball. That one and you. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, that's enough. Okay, so that is what we have so done. So those are our five phase summer songs. Yes. I'm glad we were able to share them. Yeah. <laughs> and if you were born in the 80s, you understand the last one. Yeah, I guess. And every single one we played. <laughs> All right, so here we go again. Well, we're now moving on to our final segment. Oh, we're final. Which is the... Get off my lawn. I knew it was final. Get off my lawn now. Get off my lawn now. Yes, it's the grumpy old gay man gripe of the week. Ugh. So what's your gripe of the week, Ernest? Okay, so I was just in Walmart today. And I don't like to admit I go to Walmart, and I do not. But I needed to get something that was in Walmart. So okay. I went in. And I was behind this lady. Yes. And she was taking forever. Okay. And her card wasn't working. Okay. And the cat food wasn't enough. So she was trying to pay for her cat food. Okay. So I just said, I'll pay. And I don't know if I did it because I wanted to help her. Or you just wanted to move the line along. Or I wanted to move the line along. But I was just like, you know what, I'll, I'll just pay. So I, I paid for it because it's the nice thing to do. And the, the lady at the, behind the register said, no, it's $57. I'm like, no, it's just, it's just 32 on the on the register. She's like, oh, it's 32 I'm like, I'll pay the 32 And the woman behind me said, that was so nice. She goes, you know, you're a really good person. And I thought, okay. And I had these two um, uh, things for the pool to things to play with the pool yes and i thought what a nice person i i got it was a nice thing and she looked at me and said she goes oh my god your grandchildren are gonna love it (laughs) (laughs) my grandchildren (laughs) i I was like wait a minute Oh, man. I was doing a good thing. Oh, you you got burned. I got burned. My grandchildren (laughs) will love it. (laughs) You're assuming I'm a grandfather and my grandchildren. And I was like, I thought I was doing a good thing. And God said, oh, here's this is funny. Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. It's so nice, your grandchildren, you old motherfucker. And I was like, I'm going to say this on the um, Grumpy Old Gay Men. And I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute. I'm going on a podcast that's Grumpy Old Gay Men. And I'm upset that this woman noticed I was one. I'm like, oh, fuck. I hate you. I thought I was going on Grumpy Old Gay Men as the young one. Nope. Listen, Grandpa. 
right, so I thought I was doing a good thing. I bought her her shit, and the lady behind me said, oh, that's so nice, Grandpa. That must be nice that you have so much money you can pay for her. <laughs> Fuck all of these people. It was a horrible thing. I hate your show. And I was, I was not happy that happened to me today. Oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. So that's my gripe of the week. But at least now you have Don't a... do anything nice for people because they'll kick you in the ass and shove it up your hole. At least now you love a story to tell your great grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, that'd be so I don't have grandchildren. I have gay friends who are very old. <laughs> I know so. Yeah. That, so. That's my gripe of the week. That's your Fuck gripe of the you, week. Fuck you, people. Don't do something nice for anyone. Okay. Oh, and then I said, and then she said to me after I bought her her stuff. Yes. She goes, oh, my God, my friend let me here. And I can't believe that I don't have anywhere else. She goes, do you live in Massapequa? I'll, can you take me home? And I thought, your friend left you because you just take and take and take. So here's the deal. People suck. Don't buy them shit. I was a fool for giving them anything. Okay, can I go on to my gripe of the week? Yes. Thank you. My gripe of the week is actually my gripe of last week, and it concerns my stay in the hospital. Uh-huh. The hospital I was in, and I'm not going to mention any names or anything, but the hospital I was in there for the weekend, it was July 4th weekend. The weekend when probably the most injuries occur to people from setting off fireworks. Yes. So you think that the hospital would be properly manned. Well, as I found out during my stay at the hospital, they do not have doctors who stay at the hospital during a holiday weekend like this. Never, ever, ever. Because everyone I dealt with was not a doctor. Supposedly, a doctor saw me when I first arrived in the hospital during my seizure, but I have no recollection of that. But then I did not see a single doctor after that. No. All my test results, everything I discussed was either with the fabulous nurses at this hospital or with the physician's assistant who was there for the evening. Because mm. things had gotten to the point where it's like, why are you keeping me here? If you're just keeping me here till Tuesday when a doctor returns after the holiday weekend, that's not going to happen. So either you're going to test me now mm. or you're going to let me go now. So they arranged to have me... My EEG the next day, the next morning, came back clear, and then they decided to let me out of the hospital. And you were going either way. You, well, yeah, after that, yeah, because yeah. all the tests were negative at that right. point. But I just couldn't believe that, like I said, on the weekend, where the most injuries occur to people, probably, July 4th weekend, and this hospital had no doctor on staff. And I'm yeah. sure there are people out there saying, honey, that's that's everywhere. Every everywhere. holiday weekend. It totally doc- is everywhere. You think doctors are going to be there on a holiday weekend? They're not. They should be. There but should be at not. least one. And don't tell me, oh, well, they're on call. That's not always good enough. You no, know? They weren't on call. There's no one going anywhere. And yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that was my gripe of the week. Yeah. And what was my gripe of the week? Yours was about. Um, oh, right, bitch. <laughs> yes. That fucking bitch. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, we now come to the conclusion of, of this week's show? episode. Oh, my yes. God. Do, uh, okay, I didn't realize they would go this quickly. And I just want to say, 
I had a great time. Well, I'm thank so you. glad you enjoyed yourself. Thank you, Patrick, for including me I, on this I show. I thank you for saying yes to my invitation to join yes, us. I only wish Tommy was here also to have shared in the festivities. We'll be back here next week with episode 45. Hopefully, hopefully Tommy will be back by then. And hopefully he will. Yeah, hopefully he will. In the meantime, you can still catch up with us on our previous episodes. You can hear them mm-hmm. on our website. You can you download them. Or you can find us on all the various podcast providers, you know, yes. like Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, all of them, you know. Yes. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera com. Like I said, check out our website also, www.grumpyoldgaymenandtheirdogs.com. Oh. Like I said, you'll get links to all our episodes. Plus, we have bonus material for all our episodes. Plus, we have pictures of our dogs and other things posted up there as well. Okay, and everything was, like, fun, and I liked it. Yes. We want to thank German-Brazilian adult film star Ernesto Wolfgang for joining us for this episode. Goodbye, everyone. And on that note, I'm going to say have a good night, have a good week, have a good life, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye, everyone. Don't say goodbye, bitches. Goodbye, bitches. Goodbye, bitches.